Hey, Bill. Morning, Greg. How you doing? Oh, we got to get that microphone. Oh, I think we have to flip that on. There we go. How are you, Bill? All right. How are we doing this morning? Doing well. Tough one. Tough one yesterday, uh, but you were in it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's um, been, been quite a few of those this year. We had our chances. And obviously couldn't couldn't convert. What went into, uh, from your perspective, the decision to start Mac Jones in that game yesterday? Uh, yeah, just trying to, you know, move ahead there. Thought, uh, you know, I had a decent week of practice. Uh, he said post-game uh, that he wasn't on the same page as the offense. Uh, is that concerning to you? Uh, well, I mean, offensively, we, we certainly need to execute and perform better so keep working towards that what does that mean though in your mind not on the same page as the offense yeah i don't know you'd have to ask him exactly what he's referring to i'm not sure bill when you look at the i think the key is you know the week of practice what were the the rep distribution was mac getting the majority of the reps or was zap was it a 50 50 thing or was it really leaning more towards mac and then when you guys made the decision to go with zappy um, in the second half, was he get it? Did he get enough opportunities in practice? Where were you guys at with that? Yeah, I got the majority of the reps, but Chappie got plenty of reps this week. Okay. Mac also told the broadcast that he needs to work on not making a bad play worse. We saw him do that a few times during the game yesterday. How does he fix that? Is that a mental issue that that he needs to correct? We just need to stop turning the ball over offensively. Period. So. Do you find that if he tries to force a play, that's when that happens? Um, I think there have been multiple things this year. just need to do a better job on all the ball security, decision-making, so forth. Yeah, it's just too many, it's too many turnovers, turn the ball over too much. Bill, when you look at interceptions, a lot of the times, it, you know, part of it is, you know, maybe – defensively not being able to see what the scheme was or maybe they they did a good job of disguising things or maybe it just is bad decisions. What's kind of been, you know, with the quarterbacks, especially for Mac, what's been the biggest issue? Has it been the disguise of the defense, which has led to those interceptions, or um, is it just them making bad reads? Yeah, I'd say it's been a combination of things. Obviously, they're all a little bit different, um, but just a combination of things. In the end, just too many. Just too many turnovers. Why at the end did it seem like you guys were content for playing for overtime? You know, it, you're, you're down three points. You have the ball at the plus side, you know, 30, 20-yard line. Why not be more aggressive there offensively before settling for a field goal? Yeah, well, we were trying to be aggressive. Threw the ball in second down and thought we'd get outside on the sweep on the third down. You said on this show a few weeks ago that, uh, you know, being a head coach and uh, essentially uh, handling everything personnel-wise, that's a, that's a couple jobs. When it comes to Mac Jones and that pick, were you 100% sold on that, or was that uh, something that Robert Kraft pushed you toward? Yeah, well, organizationally, we thought it was the right thing to do. Bill, when you look at defensively, I, you know, watching the games, you look at the defense doing a good job, being able to hold teams to, you know, it's pretty impressive that you think of you're only giving up 22 points a game, and I know the rest of the league is in the teens. 
But is it a frustrating thing for, <clears throat> excuse me, defensively for you guys to go out there, do a good job, hold team to 10, 10 points or 17 points or 15 points, and then lose games like this where you have an opportunity, uh, but offensively you guys just can't make enough plays to be able to win those games? Yeah. Well, I mean, as you know, it's a team sport, and you know we just, we just got to play better defense than they play. We got to play better offense than they play. Play better in a kicking game than our opponents play. So we got to win in all three phases. So we could have could have saved a couple of points here in the game yesterday defensively, um, and we certainly could have scored more. So a combination of both things. Uh, injury update on Pop Douglas. It, uh, I mean, looked I think to us like Cam Brown had a clear shot to the head. Did were you surprised there wasn't a call there? Um, yeah. Uh, Nothing surprises me. Um, yeah, we'll see how you know see how he is today. Um, yeah, you know, always the next morning is the next day. It's more usually more telling than you know immediately right after the game. So we'll see how he is. Hopefully he's okay. Bill, there have been a lot of headlines surrounding your future with the organization and even some national media members, Dan Orlovsky being one of them, saying that you already have another destination set in place for next season. Do you have any comments on that? I'm, I'm sure it's it's annoying to hear your name in headlines when it comes to you specific while you're focused on this team. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Can you ever imagine yourself coaching anywhere else? Just trying to do the best job I can right now. Obviously, need to do better. Bill, when you when you talk about doing the best job you can, and you start to kind of look at how how things have played out, like I know and I believe you could still coach, and I I know that the evolution of the game constantly changes as far as just players and you know being able to evolve with more of a mobile quarterbacks do you still have that confidence in yourself as a coach to show and be that I can still coach at a Super Bowl level and um, you know I think kind of what Courtney says does it frustrate you to hear people say things but you know you still can coach at this level at an extremely high level yeah I don't worry about what everybody else is saying mm-hmm I've heard good, I've heard bad, and so I don't really care. Wiggy's dealing with it in Brockton right now. That's why That's why he's asking. Yeah. Well, no, but I, I think the biggest thing that I always look at is is the game changing. You, you've been through this game for so many years. What do you think the, the, the difficult part of today's NFL would be in, for you as a coach – being in it for so long is there something that is more difficult than others or is it just something that you're able to adapt with yeah i think you know coaching football is coaching football everything everything changes every year it's always a little bit different but that's part of the game um yeah i have confidence in the team i have confidence in in our staff my ability we just unfortunately are haven't been done well enough in all these close games so we gotta we gotta do better there's been a lot of talk about the current player changing uh, and sitting where you guys are right now at two and nine. Do you find it difficult with this group of guys to keep them motivated to get wins and not just kind of look forward to the off season or, or working on personal goals for each of them? Yeah, I think everybody's been working hard and we've been close. It's just frustrating that we haven't you know, come out on the short end too many times. 
Bill, how is it possible that Hunter Henry didn't know until game time who the starting quarterback was? Um, I don't know. Did you share that? He just said that post game. So I just didn't. Did you share it with individual players? Did you make an announcement to the team? How did you disseminate that information? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Coach O'Brien meets mostly with the offense, but, but regardless, um, Mac took a lot of reps in practice, so it was a big surprise. Will he be your starting quarterback this week? Yeah, we'll take a look at this week. Um, the diesel direct player of the game this week is Ramondre Stevenson. A little bit about what he not only brought yesterday, but has brought all season. Yeah, Ramondre's a really good football player. He's got good good run skills. Um, you know, some of the best we've had around here. Good balance, good power. Reed tolls well. He's a good football player. Catches the ball well. Bill, one of the things that I noticed, obviously I'm not in that locker room, I'm just kind of giving – uh, fans perspective and a former player and I know Brady spoke a little bit about you know some of the in his opinion mediocrity that he saw is a player still putting in the same type of mental studying that it needs to because I feel like there's a lot a lot of just situational mistakes that are very basic do you find that guys in today's game are putting the same type of mental uh, uh, focus that maybe other guys in the past did, or is it the same thing? I mean, I, I feel like guys don't do that as much. I could be wrong, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of preparation. Uh, you know, I think on every team that you've been on or I've coached, some guys, you know, are at a different level of preparation than others. That's just part of football, part of a group of people. Um but ultimately, it's it's not about it is about the individual player. But ultimately, it's about team execution, being able to all eleven guys being able to do the right thing at the right time, the right situation, and that's um, that's really what execution is. It's it's everybody doing the right thing. You don't have time to tell everybody what to do. They need to know what to do and and be able to identify the situation. Sometimes that's obvious. Sometimes it's not quite as obvious, but. Um, yeah, no, I think it's fundamentally, I don't think it's changed. Speaking of Tom Brady, he said last week when it comes to game day, actual game day, the head coach has surprisingly little to to do with the success. Would you agree with that? Um, I respect anything that Tom Brady says, so. The Coach's Verdict presented every week by Catches Law Group, New England's injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, and they are proud to be the official law firm of the New England Patriots. Curtis? Just, Bill, just go back to the, the reps and the way in which you handled the quarterback situation over the bye week and up until game day yesterday. Back in 01, speaking of Brady, you made a point after the Sunday night loss to the Rams that you had been splitting reps with Bledsoe and Tom and that that was a disservice to the quarterback position that Tom needed the reps because he was the starter. Why not continue to give the majority of the reps to the starter or give all the reps to, to Mac? And if it was a competition, isn't there a competition every week? So why was this two-week gap different than any other week this season when it comes to the quarterback position? Yeah, I, I did exactly what you said. Mac had the majority of the reps. So it wasn't 50-50? No. 
then why publicly were you so hesitant to say that Mac was the starter? Because I don't announce starters. I don't announce starters at any position. Well, the quarterback position is different, and it's not been a question mark. You, but earlier this year, you've said Mac's the starter. You said Cam Newton was the starter when Cam was here. You did the same with Matt Castle. I mean, that has been done. It's not totally out of the out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. I did announce a starter, and I'm not going to announce starters at every position every week. So, I get asked that every week. I'm not. I'm not really in that. That's not really what I'm going to do. Chad Ryland missing that field goal at the end of the game. I know that the weather wasn't great there. Do you put that on the weather? And is it is it difficult for you to see a guy like Nick Folk, who you parted ways with, succeeding pretty well this season after his time with the Patriots? Um, yeah, I mean Chad's you know very talented player, but. This is two weeks in a row we basically missed extra points. So um, that's not, not good enough. Bill, one of the things that, um, you know, I know it's difficult from playing in the league, but especially for the quarterback position, is being able to have to deal with the noise and everything that comes with it. What have you told Mac as far as with his mental preparation and mentally trying to stay locked in and not getting into – not hearing all the noise and just we're not letting one play affect another play and then affect another play. What kind of advice have you given to him to say, hey, stay in the moment and don't let multiple plays affect you moving forward? Because it seems like at times he can sometimes he can get caught thinking about maybe the mistakes that he made and then it leads to another mistake. Yeah, we talked to everybody about that. Um Every, you know everybody, but not worrying about what everybody else says or thinks. Um, you know, focus on what what you know what we're doing, what the team do, is doing, what you need to do from a team execution standpoint. And, and uh, you know, don't worry about what everything else is out there. It's, again, those those people aren't really directly involved, and I think it's always better to talk to the ones that are directly involved: your teammates, your coaches, you know, people that you know that are directly involved in what you're doing. Bill, thanks for taking the time. All right, great. Appreciate it. All right. All right. We'll thanks. talk to you again next week. That's Bill Belichick.